Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, and welcome to another week of School of Sellers. Now, it's no secret that I love a good system. My business runs because of systems that I have in place, and I'm going to be totally honest when I say that it has not been an easy road to get to where I am now. One of my biggest goals for my business is to automate as much as possible. Automation is when you can make things happen automatically so that you are working smarter and not harder and that your business is working more for you. For example, a way of automating your business is to use a Facebook scheduler. Meet Edgar is a very common scheduler that people use, and it basically just recycles your posts once you load them. So it will spit out posts onto your feed every single day, and you don't even have to touch it for a whole entire year if you don't want to. So that's just a quick example of automation. When I create systems and processes for my business, my first and foremost thought is automation. How can I make something work harder so I don't have to? So today I'm going to be sharing with you a very simple system that I use that, although simple, is huge in my business and has a very big impact on the way that I do things day by day. Before I share that with you, I just wanted to go over some of my ground rules that I have for myself when it comes to systems because like I said, it hasn't been an easy road to get here. I might seem very organized and like I have it all together at times, but the truth is I have tried pretty much everything under the sun in terms of systems and spreadsheets and lists and formats and schedules. And it took a very long time to finally find things that work for me. Now, the system I'm using right now, I've been using for almost two years. And when I say system I'm using, I mean the system that I use to get it all done. I have a system that I use to get all of my blog posts done, all of my social media content. Basically, my system is how I do business. But like I said, I've tried a lot of things along the way. And throughout those trial and errors, I have come to realize that there are a couple things that make a good system. One is that it has to be consistent. You have to make sure that you are serious about using that system day in and day out. I know we all have good days and bad days, good weeks and bad weeks, but you have to make sure you stick to your system even on those days or weeks that you don't feel like it because it pays off in the end. And two, it's very important to find one or two places where you keep your lists and your spreadsheets and all of your information. Because if there's anything that spells disaster for your productivity, it's having sticky notes and notebooks and random scraps of paper all over your house, all over your car, basically all over your life. Because there's never, ever, ever a chance you'll be organized when you have things floating all over the place. It's really important to stick to one or two places. If you are a paper and pencil person, one or two notebooks would be ideal for keeping all of your lists, your thoughts, and everything business-related. Whereas if you are a digital person, I strongly recommend using only one app or one spreadsheet program or maybe two um, if you're combining spreadsheets and apps. 
and notes and everything like that on your phone. So it's just really hard when you have things all over the place. And I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way by keeping information in way too many places. So the more you can streamline all of your information and systems, the better off you'll be in the long run. Now, I think consistency is more important than either of those roles. And even with my system that I think works so well right now, I still get that itch. Like every few months, I start thinking, you know what, it would be really nice to change things up a little. Not because it's not working, but because I'm simply getting bored with the way that my systems are working. But being bored with your systems is not a bad thing, especially if it's working for you. So if you find a system, whether it's a system for posting to social media, planning your blog post, creating a product, if you find something that works and works well, stick with it no matter how bored you get with it. Because changing a system is like the kiss of death for your productivity. And a lot of times when we get bored, it's simply because we're sick of looking at the same thing and doing the same thing over and over and over and over. The system I'm sharing with you today is all about content creation, social media posting, writing your emails. It kind of covers it all. So I'm going to explain it really briefly, and then I'm actually going to walk you through the exact document that I'm talking about because it'll make a little bit more sense. But the system, or the piece to my system, rather, that I'm sharing with you today is what I call my hub. Okay, it's a it's a center of information that I refer to again and again and again, and it's actually my jumping off point for almost everything in my business. The hub is a collection of information and ideas that I need to consider in order to move on in any of my other processes. So when I sit down to write an email, I consult my hub. When I sit down to make a product, I take a look at my hub real fast, okay? It's always my starting point. In a nutshell, the hub is a monthly spreadsheet of ideas, thoughts, and information. And I organize mine by month just because that's the way that makes the most sense to me, but you can really organize it however you'd like. So let's go ahead and just walk through the hub and I will be sharing a link at the end of this episode so that you can also get a template to use for your own hub creation. And I hope that it comes in handy because I feel so much more organized now that I have this information at my fingertips. Now, your hub can be a spreadsheet that you have on a program like Airtable. You know how I feel about Airtable. I love it. For this purpose, actually, it's so basic and so general that I just keep a PowerPoint document. And that is one of the formats I'll give you at the end of this episode. But I really want to stress that it's not a super techie thing we're talking here. It's not super detailed. It's basically a catch-all or brain dump for all of your thoughts and information and how you can use those thoughts and information to influence your product creation, your email writing, and your social media posting. So I have a spreadsheet that I call the hub. And the first column I keep on this, so let's say I'm planning my content for February. And when I say content, I want you to think like Facebook posts, Instagram posts, my pins, my emails that I send out to my list, maybe products that I'm going to be creating in the month of February, literally anything. So I'm going to be creating, okay? Let's say I'm planning all of my creating for February. I'm going to open my computer, go onto PowerPoint, and access my hub. And the first column I see is a list of five to seven products that sold well last February and also the February before. So I like to keep track of the products that typically do pretty well 
in the month of February. And again, I do this for every single month. So being able to see the products that have sold well in the past is a really easy way for me to plan maybe other products that are similar. Maybe I want to include these products in an email sequence. Maybe I want to include them in a weekly email newsletter. Maybe I want to make sure that I am posting about these products on social media. It's really good for me to see what sells during that month so that I can be intentional with the products that I share with my audience. Now, like I said, I usually do about five to seven products. I've done top 10 in the past, but that's simply just too many products for me to use in a single month. So I like to focus on a handful instead. Now, in a second column, I have a list of my products that are seasonally relevant to that month. So in February, in this column, it's any and all products that relate to Valentine's Day, Groundhog Day, the month of February, presidents, anything that is even remotely tied to the whole month of February, I list in that column because you never know when you can mention a seasonally relevant product in any of your social media channels or your email. The third column is a list of themes or holidays that are occurring in that month. So for February, obviously, that's Valentine's Day, President's Day, Groundhog Day, and any themes that might go along with those. So for example, in my theme column, I have things like hearts, love, kindness, things like that, okay? And if you've listened in before or talked to me before, you know how I feel about seasonal stuff. I'm actually very much an anti-seasonal person. A lot of my products are evergreen and things you can use all year round. And I actually tend to stay away from any seasonal product creation or any seasonal social media sharing in general. I would say about 80% of my content for my business is evergreen, whereas maybe 20% relates to certain times and themes and holidays. However, I think it's important to have themes and holidays in your mind as you are planning any creation in your business because you never know where you can squeeze in one of those holidays or themes, even if it's super subtle. So for example, one of my blog posts for February this year was a roundup of items that teachers love, things that teachers use in the classroom and things that they love to use all year round. So I can easily email my list and say something like, you know, let's celebrate the month of love by 14 items that all teachers love, something like that. That's really random and kind of corny, but you get what I mean. It's not a very in-your-face Valentine's Day themed thing, but I am incorporating the holiday and the theme into my content that I've created. So it's just nice to have a list of things to draw from if you're feeling like you want to incorporate the theme or seasonal element of the month. The next column I have is a list of lead magnets that I want to use during that month. These might be lead magnets. And when I say lead magnets, I mean freebies, like things that I'm giving away for free in exchange for email addresses to build my list. These might be lead magnets that have worked well for me in previous Februaries. Or maybe these lead magnets contain things that are relevant to the month of February. So for example, I have a set of free teacher note cards that teachers can use to write notes to each other. And I could easily put them out on social media and phrase it in a way that is Valentine's Day friendly, right? Like show some love to your teacher friends with these teacher note cards. So again, the actual product itself is not seasonal, but I'm incorporating that time of year when I put it out there to my audience on social media. Another column in my hub is a list of blog posts. And these are posts that I had posted 
last February. So I make sure to share them again on social media. And they are also any blog posts that even if they weren't written in that same month, that I definitely want to share this month because they might be relevant in some way seasonally or thematically, or they might cover content that a lot of teachers cover. For example, I have a blog post about fractions, and it seems like a lot of teachers start doing a lot of intensive fraction stuff around the month of February. So I always make sure to share my fraction stuff in February. Another column that I have on my hub is any social media posts that have done well in the past. I tend to look back to the month in the previous year. So for this example, I looked at February of last year to see what types of posts did well this time of year. And if they did well, then I will put them in my rotation for this month. This also includes things that you want to share from other sellers, maybe their social media posts, maybe their blog posts. For example, I love reading other sellers' book recommendations. There are a couple sellers that do a really great job of recommending books based on seasons and holidays and social emotional themes. And while I love to read those, I hate to write those for some reason. So I always am saving those types of posts to share from month to month because those are really easy but popular things to share on social media. And they fit right in usually with whatever month you are creating for. The other important column on my hub is looking ahead. So even though I am creating and thinking about the month of February, I'm also thinking about what teachers might need in March and how it would benefit them to get it now instead of waiting till March. Because we know that teachers usually don't plan day by day. Of course, we have weeks like that where it just seems to happen because life just gets in the way and things get crazy. But typically, teachers are always a couple weeks ahead of the game. So I always try to keep in mind what I could post this month that teachers might need next month. So I always have a looking ahead column too, where I kind of turn to my March hub and jot down a couple things that I'm going to share the last few weeks of February because I know that teachers will be using them. So there you have it, my hub. It's my starting point for anything I do in business, and it helps me really see the big picture and where I'm going. And it also helps me to be intentional about anything that I give to my audience or send to my audience or post out into the social media world. So it's been really helpful to have that information at my fingertips, and I hope it'll help you too. If you want to create your own hub, I have shared my template at erinmwaters.com slash hub, H-U-B. Again, that's erinmwaters.com slash hub. And I'd love for you to share how you're using it over in our Facebook group, School of Sellers. Or you can find me on Instagram, erin.m.waters. And I'd love to see the hub in action. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next week. And action.